This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Welcome to the My Own Man Said podcast. It's something for the weekend time. I'm David Michael, the editor of MyOwnManSaid.com and your host. Joining me to discuss uh, the game against the Toffees, Mr. Chris Budd. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm still uh, I'm still disappointed in you, Bud. Really? Not inviting me to the Team England party oh, in sorry. Uh, Birmingham City Centre. That's just not acceptable. It's a lively Tuesday with a bunch yeah, of pissed well, athletes. Times. Well, that's that's what I live for, pissed <laughs> athletes. <laughs> the juxtaposition of elite performance and alcohol. I, I, I need to see it in action. And see German sausage everywhere. <laughs> see how it plays out. Not that interested in German sausage, I'm not to here be for the honest. <laughs> <laughs> Each to their own, but uh, yes, yeah, not, not really uh, on my bucket list of uh, things to do <laughs> to get involved with German sausage. Anyway, moving on swiftly. Yeah, um, probably best. Something for the weekend. This isn't your normal My Old Man Said podcast. This is just a quick catch-up for the weekend's game. Uh, and uh, this game is, uh, is, is, is almost clashes with my bedtime at uh, <laughs> half, half 12 in the morning. So, uh, unfortunately, Villa didn't actually do an earlier press conference. So, we kind of had to, you know, we were twiddling our thumbs waiting around. So, this is going to have to be a quicker show than normal. Also, I've had to turn the fans off uh, uh, just for recording, so it's going to be shorter, or else I'm going to melt away at the. And end with the of travel the chaos around the ground, we're both going to have to leave in about half an hour anyway to get there and for kickoff. Exactly. So uh, apologies for the uh, short, sharp dose. Uh, also, uh, n- none of these uh, watch company centers uh, an expensive enough watch to justify doing a villa minute. I mean, there was a couple of Swatch watches, but I'm sorry that. And there was a Fisher not- Price one. That's not going to pay for my electricity bills, so uh, so we'll put that on ice for this week. I know uh, 
it's the favourite part of the show uh, that Chris Budd's mum tunes in for to listen to her son do it. But uh, unfortunately, I'm sorry, Mrs. B, you're going to be disappointed this week. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's go straight into that press conference where essentially nothing happened. Uh, I mean, obviously what they do is they open, I don't know, the first 15 minutes or however long to like general questions, injuries, et cetera, et cetera, before they... uh, close that off and then they'll do more specific uh, media so they'll have a little bit extra to put out so they've got some you know exclusive uh, in inverted commas but this uh, is very straight batty uh, mm. no big questions it doesn't seem maybe they were told beforehand to stay clear of uh, Tyrone Ming's questions because that's dominated the press uh, recently I mean this is something I, I suggested weeks ago that they'd had crosswords and then pretty much uh, Gerard uh, I think clumsily in an interview uh, mm. admitted admitted as much and that's when it's all kind of become a media f- uh, feeding frenzy especially when you lose your first game it sort of it all just feeds into the machine doesn't it well it just magnifies it as well and then of course if you've had a bad end of season uh, people start adding the poor results of the current season to the end of last season and suddenly you're getting statistics like one two of their last 12 premier league games and then that's when uh, the focus sharpens and mm-hmm. there is pressure because uh, you know the powers that be do do similar maths uh, when it comes to uh, the crunch yep. that they're going to be looking at that and going yeah uh, we've only won two of the last 12 games this isn't good enough because this is how much money we've been spending and there's a lot on, on the line uh, for both Frank Lampard and Gerard in these cu- current positions because their previous positions you know whether it's been Derby or Rangers it's nothing compared to the uh, the concentration the focus of the media on the Premier League well Lampard saw it when he was at Chelsea didn't he as well he, yeah. you know, they, they turned on him pretty quick and he's like you know f- favourite son or you know him and Terry so that just shows you there's, there's no sentiment almost it's no. uh, do or die literally Especially for the clubs they're both at now, with you know, Villa and Everton respectively, if the fans aren't going to sort of have that connection with them, yeah, they haven't got their back because they they spent their playing career hating them. So uh, <laughs> yeah, they will return to form straight away. And and already on social media, you know, there's Gerard out accounts, and which is total nonsense. One keeps posting on the My Old Man Said Facebook page, but then you uh, you look at it, you go on its page, and then you see old pictures, and it's was formerly Smith out. So it's just a, a, an account. It's the trolling account, isn't it? It's basically just hatred. I mean. Life is too short. If you put an account up like that, which is just fueled by negativity 24-7, doesn't matter what manager it is, you, you are just running that account just to uh, spill hate. If that's all you've got in your life, then uh, if that's as constructive as you can get, then you know it's a bit pointless, isn't it? Pointless yeah, mate, especially when, I mean, clearly there's a conversation to be had, and we've said, you know, Gerard's got to get it right. But that doesn't mean anybody needs to be uh, Gerard out, Gerard out. It's kind of, no, Gerard needs to just get his house in order and it'll be fine. Yeah. It's early days in the season yeah. and, and and it's a bigger picture thing because this is uh, the powers that be are trying to turn Villa into uh, a team that competes, you know, top six, top seven. Yeah. They realise the Smith the Smith strategy wasn't going to do it and they've put all their eggs in the Gerard one and they've spent big money and there is... Where do you go from this? It's uh, this is as as let's say as boisterous as the Villa owners are going to get. I think in terms of throwing money at something, backing like the Hollywood manager, if you want to, uh, in terms of his uh, cachet in the media, because that helps 
pro, you know, big up Villa's profile as well, uh, Gerard's status. So this is as big as it gets uh, for them. So they're going to give it some time to make it work. Well, and you know, they're going to give it more than the average manager, shall mm. we say? And I think with with profile etc., becomes that bit of extra pressure. Even if Gerard mm. is, let's be frank, a relatively rookie Premier League manager, um, just because of his playing career etc., and what he did at Rangers, he comes to Villa, and there is a certain level of expectation on both him the club in general because of the spend and they and therefore by extension the players and none of yeah. them are quite you know they're not quite firing on all cylinders yet but you've got you know, this time of the year you've got you know looking looking into your first home game you think well go win your first home game and everything just quietens down a little bit and you can all just get on with it and get the season up and running and you can treat the, the Bournemouth game as just a bit of a false start which let's be honest we've had plenty of down the years yeah I'm hoping that we're not going to go match to match you know I'm, oh, I'm hoping yeah. we just get get in that top half and then uh dig in a little bit yeah. and then you know start the season from there rather than going match to you know win one lose one win one and every game is frustrating kind of, again every game's a bloody a must win and there's no motivation in in terms of injuries there doesn't seem to be anything uh, that's popped up no obviously the Mings and Buendia who had little niggles before they seem to be they've had tests and stuff they're fine now and Courtney Horns is kind of slowly but surely working his way back yeah so it's nice to kind of have a full quota of players which <laughs> take it back a year we didn't really have too much of everybody kept getting injured even at the start of the season yep. I mean last season that's what yeah. compromised our season right off the bat well, was, we never got uh, going in- did we Injuries at the start of the season, and Smith could never play his full eleven. Uh, wait for, for 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 literally months. I think Courtney Hawes. There's still Watford interest in him. So uh, I mean, he's now fifth ranked in terms of centre back. So I yeah. think he'll be on his way because there's no way he's going to get a look in. No, you know, and he's, he's he'll not struggle to get those, a look um, in, a, in a cup game. Yeah, and you don't look at him and think, oh, he's at least someone like a Chambers who's maybe down the pecking order slightly, but he's versatile enough that you think, well, actually, I can play him in three or four positions. Courtney Hawes is a left sided centre back, and that's it. You're never going to trust him as a left back well he's played there for Villa I'm not going to trust him there though at Premier League level (laughs) that's the problem him being injured at this moment uh, doesn't help in terms of the uh, getting him out on loan because it's uh, very rarely unless you're called Stuart Downing that a club will come (laughs) come in for you while you're still on crutches (laughs) as Villa famously did and then sold him for a huge profit thanks very much Liverpool yeah it was worth buying a player on crutches that was uh that was a good gamble <laughs> in terms of everton i mean there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, noise about the villa's uh, striking uh, situation uh, with watkins and ings which i thought this is probably the best in terms of strikers we've been for for many 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 season yeah and you look around and uh, you know everton are, are struggling cuz uh, you know rondon is about as good as it gets at the moment after they've sold uh, Richarlison, of course. Yeah, Richarlison, and I think they've got an injury or two as well. Yeah. You've got Manchester United playing false Ericsson in a false nine position uh, against Brighton. And, of course, Everton have had Calvert-Lewin injured as well. Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. That was the, that was the name I was looking for. So uh, there's people far worse, worse off in the striker options, and uh, there is an immediate media agenda trying to uh, twist Haaland uh, being potentially not a success at Manchester City, but Manchester City are just laughing right now. He scored of two it. on his debut, and he hasn't even got going yet. And Villa are actually, in terms of... Uh, Premier League strikers, I mean, I've done articles about this, who actually score goals, let's say, in the last three seasons. Uh, Ings and Watkins are actually up there. It's just the form has escaped them. But not only that, it's just uh, Gerard's just got to sort out the system uh, as a whole. You know, tactically, they're not getting as many chances as they should be getting. 
No, and it's this thing we've said it loads of times, isn't it? About he's got to get his combinations right all over the field. I don't, I don't necessarily think it's personnel. I think it's 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 kind of on the manager to to get it right now, and that might take a little bit of time. But you hope to see a bit of progression from the Bournemouth game because this squad is as good as we've had. Uh, I mean, the, the cost of the team is the most expensive yeah. Villa squad ever assembled, and we've got multiple record signings that have been you know record signings at the club. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Talent-wise, I mean, certainly not in terms of uh, system. And uh, they're not a team. That's the problem. Like a a team team. And and they don't all slot in. Like you look at the Ron Atkinson side of, uh, you know, 93, 94, those seasons. You know, that was a team. It it kind of worked. It's all slotted together. Everybody knew their role. Obviously, the one that won the league. Is probably the best possible example of that. Even the Martin O'Neill team that was just missing one or two key positions to turn it into a real, you know, Champions League uh, competing team. This one's got players individually, but have we got the right players to slot in the uh, the positions to actually weld it all together as a decent team? That is another conversation entirely. Yeah, agreed. Like when Villa are defending set pieces, are, are they actually physically big enough? Uh, are they going to get dominated? And we saw that against Bournemouth. Uh, we were struggling big time. And that's just looking at when you build a team, just to make sure it's not full of midgets, uh, essentially. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You know, it's just part of the ingredients of building it. It's not necessarily right. We're going to get, you know, we'll get that 50 million five foot five player. We'll get that 60 million magician five foot four player. That's all great when you get them all in. And then it's like, ah, we actually, as a team we're not physical enough to do you know defend set pieces against the likes of Bournemouth and that is the problem it's getting the blend right and uh, I think we're just we're kind of that's why I've always said about it's number eight I think we're that kind of number eight away f- which will as well as help our play but also get that kind of blend uh, of the team mm-hmm. right but we shall see what happens uh, there. And, and that sort of profile where you can go and battle teams that if you Bournemouth's probably a good example actually of, of a game where a, a good side would have gone there, played badly like Villa did, but probably got out of there with a draw at least. Yeah, it's like, you know, back in the day, and Liverpool got this right when they were, 
we're talking about the 80s, when there was such a team as the crazy gang of Wimbledon, their whole game was to physically intimidate and dominate people, especially off, uh, to dominate teams, especially off set pieces. Now, Liverpool were probably the only team that didn't struggle against them because Liverpool would wipe the floor with pretty much everybody. And uh, like Forrest, uh, I remember one season, Brian Clough's probably his last good Forest team. Uh, they would they could take care of most teams, Forest. But when they played Wimbledon, they struggled because they were like this passing, quite a, a fey side that could pass any team off the pitch. But physically, they weren't the strongest. So when they played Wimbledon, they, they would really struggle. And they would struggle against Liverpool because Liverpool, as well as being, they were an all-round you know, powerhouse team uh, back in the day. Liverpool And Liverpool would wipe the floor with Forrest, even though Forrest would finish you know, second, third, and were arguably the second best team in, uh, in England at that time. But Liverpool would make you know, short, change out of Wimbledon because they had the physicality to stand up for it and then obviously they had the superiority just to uh, kill them off basically mm-hmm. if we played that crazy gang of Wimbledon now we, we would struggle I think completely because we don't have that I, mean, I remember Brian Little saying during the, the 90s about when we used to play when we smashed them didn't we a couple of times in that sort of yeah. mid to late 90s yeah. and he said it was because we didn't lower ourselves to try and play them at their own game yeah, which I don't think Villa have necessarily got that thing where we're not slick enough to no. have our own identity to actually impose it yeah. on a, yeah, on a we team don't have, like our, that. Yeah, our plan A isn't refined enough yet, where yeah. it, it can be running at anything. Of, you know, we, Villa have probably got to be at about ninety percent minimum at the moment to win games. Whereas top sides, they can kind of turn up be at fifty percent and still maybe get the job done on a bad day. We can't play crap, grind out a one nil yet. Uh, any other observations about Everton? I mean, they sort of. <sighs> It's hard to gauge, isn't it, on the opening day of the season where they're at, really, because they obviously play Chelsea, who have got are a much better side than them on paper. They only um, got beat on a penalty, though. Yeah, beaten on a penalty. They didn't look like they had a lot of firepower, uh, and their away form in the last few years has been pretty atrocious. Lampard has not tended to travel too well when he was at Chelsea or at Everton. Um, but I think whoever you were coming up against, I think it, tomorrow's about Villa. Villa turn up and play well, put a performance in, they should be winning that game. Because man for man, we are better. I'm kind of uh, inclined to agree there in terms of... uh, I think Everton... I think they're still on the remit of tighten, tightening this up because and, yeah. and snatch something because they haven't got the main man's injured and uh, they sold their other main man in terms of strikers so uh, yeah. they're really would, struggling um, in that department. Yeah, I would say actually defensively though when you look at what they've brought in in terms of Conor Cody and Tarkowski I'd say that's actually two quite savvy moves for a team who defensively weren't good last year. I'd say actually that's once they get used to playing together that could be a, a useful backline combination. Yeah, but the focus there is obviously in their uh, defence. So that's what mm-hmm. they'll be looking at. I think early parts of the season, it's just to get that uh, back line sorted yeah. out. And if they can come to Villa Park and get a draw, I think that's mission and co- yeah. accomplished for them. And as you said, it's down, the onus is on Villa. To win the game. To actually win the game. And to be honest, you know, Everton, we, we, we normally have decent success. I always remember my actual first game ever uh, was Everton at uh, right. Villa Park which we won. And Everton have have normally struggled at Villa Park. I think it's uh, four away wins in 27 attempts. Right. So it's normally a a good fixture. I mean, we destroyed them last time. Yeah. That was the the 20-minute cameo, yeah. But that was a really tight game. Before we got the lead and run through them, it was not a particularly great game. And I'd kind of expect something maybe a little bit similar you know, in, in the in the game at the weekend where you, unless Villa get an early goal, which I think would be perfect for them just to settle them down, settle the crowd down, what you don't want is an Everton goal in the first sort of 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, I think if Villa get an early goal, there's, there's potential to uh, just to get that confidence going, to get the crowd 
get them on side. I feel and, like the season's uh, up and running as well. There's a chance for momentum there because Everton are still a team that just escaped from relegation. Uh, mm. I mean, like I, I, you were on uh, TalkSport talking with an Everton fan and I think the, the uh, presenter was saying, oh, you know, definitely you, you get there's more negative vibes coming from the Villa men here. But Everton were very much in that place where we were when the season before we escaped relegation. So you're a lot more buoyant the next season, at the start of next season, because the, the relief is yeah. makes you happy that you're still there. And that's what buoys you on. So uh, hopefully we'll just pop that balloon uh, of uh, op- Everton optimism. Hopefully, as I said, you, you just want to treat Bournemouth as a false start, get your season up and running, put three points on the board, and then everyone feels like, right, we, we, we're up and running now, going into a few of the games that you think we can have a really good crack at in August. And, you know, when, when we came up, uh, that Everton home win, uh, That early was probably the doors. best atmosphere we've had at Villa Park in years was what got us going really that's that yeah. started started us before we started to struggle a bit but uh, you know that's what got the season up and running so uh i look at everton at home as an opportunity to right wrongs and uh yeah get us on the right path right now it's time for the mom's pools panel result we discussed this earlier and uh, we both have the same conclusion so aston villa versus everton home win We'll leave it at that because uh, we have uh, got a tight, tight timeline to actually get this out, and I'm already starting to sweat. So I need to turn these <laughs> fans back on. Uh, just a quick shout out. Thank you very much to the uh, the Myoman said members who have joined this week. I'll do the uh, shout outs on the main show. We'll also put this out as an ad free, uh, advanced version uh, for the Myoman said members uh, to go along with uh, a weekly extra show and also bonus shows. I mean, any appearance on like Talksport, blah blah blah. We put those up for the members so uh, they don't have to sniff around for them and also most of all you get access to uh, match club r 24 7 community that uh, is probably the essential community in the villa community free of toxicity of twitter facebook just smarts and humor i would sum it up as the two main qualities I'd agree with that. So uh, do go to uh, com and click on the members link. Or if you're already convinced, just go to straight to patreon.com slash moms. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash moms, M-O-M-S. Right, until we meet again in the main show. See you on the whole end. Indeed. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.